0: Welcome to the Known Legacy Podcast, by Dads for Dads, coming at you from the Lone Star State Cigar Shop in Allen, Texas. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your host, Bill
1: and Travis. Why, hello, Bill. Uh, Good morning. Uh, What is it? Mountain Cedar Day.
0: Oh, man. Okay, so yeah. Um, if you hear me breathing heavy and sniffling and or sneezing, um, just realize uh, my allergies are currently on fire because... Uh, Your
1: nose is on fire!
0: The fact that we hit the same note is pretty amazing. That was,
1: that. I think it was pretty good. I that mean, was, if people may not agree uh, that we hit Happy a Happy New
0: Year, everyone. So anyways, I have allergies and it's killing me right now. So um, it is what it is. So
1: It is what it is. So, um, So we're here. Even though the government is shut down. The government is shut down.
0: Okay, so um, (laughs) we're going to start the conversation today. So we're kind of launching a new concept uh, today, and it's something that's heavy on Bill and I's heart. Uh, We're calling it Over a Cup. Over a Cup. Over a Cup. That's all it is, over a cup. And yes. it's the idea of like, how do we start to engage in conversations with people who are different than us, who have different views than us, yeah. over a cup of coffee, over a cup of beer, over a cup of wine, over a cup of whiskey, whatever it is. Um, and how soda. do we do that? Soda.
1: Unsweet tea.
0: Uh, soda. Pop. Maybe get the pop, yeah. Yo, but betcha. not juice,
1: not juice. Every <laughs> diet right now is non juice. You can't juice on diets. Well, I mean, I guess you could juice stuff, but not like, you're not supposed to have like fruit juice and stuff, right?
0: Because of all the sugar?
1: I think so. Okay.
0: That's fair. That would make sense. So
1: maybe just we, we care about you, so just don't drink juice. Yeah,
0: see, my, my – yeah, that's me. So. Oh, that was gross. You know, sorry. It's, it's okay, sorry. though. So, no, um, and so obviously we have this big issue that's going on right now with the uh, border, and the government is shut down. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but it seems like our culture has become – oh, how do you say
1: the word – divided. That is a that's a really good way to put our society right yeah, now.
0: And it's it's happened in the past. I mean you think about the Vietnam War.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Society was divided. Yeah. Definitely yeah, strong opinions. Yeah. And it got pretty violent at times. Absolutely. You have The civil rights movement. There Absolutely. was division and it got pretty violent. So this is not uncommon Correct. to us as a nation. Correct. But with social media and um, our isolation as individuals on the rise, I think it's taking on some unique um, tenor, if you will. Yeah. Some unique flavor where um, I, I, I'm going to be intrigued to see how we as a nation pull out of this one.
1: You know, people talk about, uh, you know, Jordan Peterson is the buzz right now. And I, Can I tell you something? What's that?
0: I got a man crush on him.
1: I watch his videos all the time, dude. So, I mean, some people love him, some people hate him, some people disagree with
0: him. Well, 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 and. and, uh,
1: It's okay. That's a whole other subject, but I mean, you can continue.
0: Well, no, I just say, like, I get it. I get why some people dislike him, but listen to the dude. There's so much bad information about this guy out there that if you just buy into whatever, you know, yeah. your side is saying about the guy, like, investigate him. Listen to him. Don't listen to the sound pipe that's cherry-picked and then, like, yeah. caveated by 35 minutes of explanation. Listen to the dude. And I would say the same thing on either side. There are some phenomenal deep thinkers yeah. on the Democrat side and some phenomenal deep thinkers on the Republican side. Yeah. And I don't even know where he lands where it comes on the, yeah. the political spectrum. Shh. Don't, with technology the way it is, we cannot be lazy in engaging in these conversations. We have to, have to, start to do the homework ourselves yeah. and uh, figure out what's going on.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're, you're kind of nutshelling everything that we're saying today. It's perfect. It's perfect. But he makes a statement in his concept about tribes, and very much so that if I was to have one word that I would just say, like, like even if I was just to use the words, Donald Trump, if I just posted those. And I didn't say anything else. There would be a slew of comments as yes. to good and bad, and all I said was his name. No one knows if I'm for or against him. I'm still not even going to say that right now if I'm for or or against him because it immediately divides people. And so, I was recently on a trip to uh, to Korea.
0: A little perspective from across the pond.
1: It really was. In fact, I had I had become friends with someone across the pond who is who is a BBC, uh, you know. Uh, you know, wow!
0: Uh, Throwing out the rock yeah, stars. B- <sighs> there I was hanging out with the BBC the other day, um, getting uh, interviewed on TV. Fantastic! Yeah, he was well, a,
1: a a junior director or junior. I don't know. That's how much I know about it. But he was. He, I I loved his heart, and you know. So here we are, spending ten days together, and uh, you know, you find out he is a Democrat, and then at the same table, literally right next to me, is a staunch Republican. Right. And so we're having these conversations, and it just brought up this idea. Okay, time for a second. Go for it.
0: Why was it just the word Democrat thrown out there, but then we had to qualify Re- conservative or Republican well, with, with staunch? It, it's it funny how It happens in that publication works. all the time. It's everywhere. Well, but Democrat is just like, oh, they're Democrat. But But the other side has to be like... You know, oh, they're, they're a reasonable conservative, or they're a staunch conservative. Well, I would say
1: I would say on both sides, he was a staunch Democrat and a staunch Republican, both of them, because because I was sitting there having breakfast, and they're having conversation, right. and my IQ is going down because they're so smart <laughs> yeah. talking over me that I'm like, I'm just going to eat my whatever egg and, and you know kimchi together, somehow making that taste good. And, uh, and so here I am having this conversation, but it made me realize, as I, as I grew to really know him, actually grew to love him he's a great guy and he loves people he he is not um he he's not for abortion he is not for uh same-sex marriage he loves those people who battle with that but he's trying to help the destitute you know as i listen to him i learned more and more about a whole other world that i didn't know about right you know we were even talking about this one group of people called the uyghurs and it's okay, like
0: I was unfamiliar with that yeah, phrase, the Uyghurs. Yeah. please define it for okay, us. Okay, so
1: the Uyghurs are essentially Chinese Muslims, and so in in a small mindset, in my small mindset, uh, years ago I would hear something that says, for example, these Uyghurs right now in China are in in um, prisoner of war camp. Well, not prisoner of war camps; they are in like Holocaust esque like internment camps. Right. A million of them.
0: Because the Chinese government does not care about the religion specific. They're just it's against. not anti Christian. It's not anti. It's like if you acknowledge anything supreme above the government. Correct. You are the one that's going to be persecuted, and so we as Christians have this very interesting dynamic in the, in North America because we can sometimes have a very negative view towards other religions. Yeah, and what we're realizing in in China is if they're doing that to our Muslim, I'm going to say brothers, because neighbors, neighbors. Friends, well, let's use that our friends, Muslim, neighbors. Whatever. What does it mean for us? And and so it goes back to Bonhoeffer and what he said. Uh, about the Nazis. First, they came for uh, the handicapped, and we said nothing. And then they came for the Jews, and we said nothing. And then they came for the homosexual, and we said nothing. And now they came for us, and no one's left to speak. No
1: one's left to speak. In fact, I just started reading, uh, again, I started reading Night by Eli Weasel. It's a great book about the Holocaust. Yeah. And uh, I'm reading this, and he literally was talking about that, that they would just come in, and all of a sudden, one day half the town was gone. They were literally marching them Could out. You imagine? I couldn't imagine. And there was so much shock. But then by the time that they had to leave, there was no one else to even watch them leave as papers are flying in the air and you know piles of clothes are around and you know valuable items from people's memories are just sitting in the street and they're just walking away. And so I guess I say all this because the same thing happening in China is I didn't even know that this was going on until I had a conversation with someone else that I would have normally never had a conversation with just because they weren't part of my circle. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. And so it opened up a heart for me, for, for, for us to begin this conversation the last couple of months about what does it look like to begin to engage others that are not like us in conversation? Because, you know, I, well, I believe... remember I,
0: I, I think we know. We just yell, scream, shout, and then figure out how we can make fun of them and then make fun of them and then create a hashtag about them. Correct. And then just feel good about ourselves because we're so much better than them. I mean, that's... So thanks for listening to Podcast World. We finished it. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Are you saying there's a better way?
1: There there, there might be, you Wait. know, uh, even when I'm thinking about uh, Jordan Jordan Peterson, he's talking about tribes, he said, he said, tribes have a hard time warring with each other when they listen to each other.
0: Uh. So that
1: even if I was to say those words or, or to, to have a phrase or something, because again, I look back and I know we're kind of circling all around, but so let's, uh, let, me, let me bring this back around circle, but. These 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 Uyghurs these 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 Muslim Uyghurs that are in China, I uh, you know years ago might say, well, bless God, they're 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 getting their just desserts as Muslims, and I would and I'm like, wow, and and the small minded bigot in me is right. getting smacked around now by the, the by the listening older hopefully more attentive to the feet of Jesus individual to say that's not the heart of Jesus because right. he doesn't just see Muslims, he sees those who could be his. Children in the Lord. If someone was to help them see the see the truth, right. so so I guess I'm going. We we want to tr- meet Travis and myself. We want to help change the paradigm. Correct. Correct.
0: And I think um, I would throw out there. This is a paradigm that you see, and we can stand at a distance and say, ah, oh, it's just a political conversation. It's just a political paradigm. And blah, 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 blah. The reality is the same thing's happening in families yeah, and the same thing's happening in church. Yes. And we have got to learn how to engage people and value people who are different than us with a lot more humility, because let's be honest, we think we know it all, and we don't know half of it, yeah. um, and be able to listen um, and be able to from time to time, change our opinion, you know, and that gets yes. harder the older we are. But it needs to happen. One of the things that that um, you, you almost hear, I don't want to say you almost hear all the time, because, anyways, the urban legend is this: that you have your wonderful son or daughter that has your same worldview, and they go off to college, mm-hmm. and within one semester, yeah. they've become a radical communist, you know, bra burning.
1: Bra whatever. wearing, whatever, yes. you know, either end, either <laughs> right. spe- side of the spectrum, <laughs> right, yeah.
0: right, right, and um, or
1: or if if they, you know, guys, the, the bra, I don't know, you <laughs> know, what I'm saying so, your son may come home too, we don't know, <laughs> right,
0: right, right, um, you know, it's always that first Thanksgiving and they yeah. come in and they, you know, basically are like, mom and dad, you're so close, minded you're so, and you know, so it happens in families too, yeah, right, and I I, I literally know families that have disowned people. Because political views have changed so much, and instead of realizing well, you're still a family member, I may not agree with you, but every time we get together, we're going to argue. You know, yeah. and and I think there's a better way. There's a Jesus way that we can engage in that. yeah. and that's what our heart is. Yeah. We want to go the Jesus way, and so as we look at Jesus enga- engaging and encountering people who have different opinions, different thoughts, different religious views than them, he went about it in a very specific manner that I think we could learn from if we're humble enough. Yeah, you know, because here's the deal. We're obsessed with winning, yeah. at all costs. Yeah, and it's destroying a lot of things. Yeah, it's destroying um, our civility. It is destroying our churches. It is destroying a lot of things. And at some point, we have to sit down and say, maybe listening at all costs is the win, rather than actually winning and then making an enemy.
1: So I guess our challenge that we're gonna gonna kick off in the next couple of weeks as we kind of walk through this is the idea of. Each of us taking time in the week to, over a cup, have a conversation with someone who's not like us, to begin to walk through this unlike-minded pursuit. Right. You know, because we see Jesus in the scriptures, and Jesus spent a lot of time with people that were of the same mindset as him. Right. Uh, people who were in prostitution. People who were, were drunkards, people who were just flat-out sinners. In fact, again, we say it again. That's how he was called Jesus' friend of sinners. Corrupt
0: government officials.
1: Correct. Nicodemus. Or, I mean, uh, you know, r- religious. religious leaders. Yeah. And so, 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 so Nicodemus, who had his, his pursuit, who wanted to letter all the way down to Zacchaeus, who was, was hated by everybody. Right. And so you see, see all these different sides of, like, man, he, he loved the lovable. He loved the unlovable and he just listened. he had conversations with them. So we wanted to bring up a couple of easy principles in the midst of doing this I like so that principles. you're like what is what does that look like to have over a cup. So so Bill I don't want to just walk in there and be like you know wearing my like maga hat, you know what I'm saying? And you know, or whatever you are on the other side or what so or the walls divide shirt. Yes, yeah, so the something like so and and but but, but walking in with a more Balanced heart right. To want to listen to people So
0: Right And I, and I would say the, the the main thought Behind that is um, Living life In an echo chamber Seems Enjoyable at first But you miss out On the best parts of life Yeah You know Because bottom line Is people I don't care What their political They're fascinating
1: Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and this is rule one That I've learned A long time ago People genuinely love To talk about themselves Yeah and so if you go into a situation or a conversation and are genuinely like, we may disagree on X, Y, and Z, but I guarantee there's something fascinating about this person Yeah. that I want to dig into, which will give me understanding on how they're coming at this argument or coming at this position, Correct. which may give me new understanding because I come at it from a different angle, and if I can understand them and where they're coming at it, maybe, just maybe... I can get some new understanding, but more importantly, I get the biggest win, I have a better understanding of the individual yeah. who's sitting before me. And our and unfortunately our um, 140 character Twitter feed doesn't allow much of that to happen.
1: That's very cool. Uh, and
0: that's why we're saying don't this is not a Facebook conversation. This yeah. is face to face, physical, physical conversation. It's a physical conversation over a physical cup of liquid beverage.
1: There's something about looking at someone in the eye and having to share a conversation with them versus just casting truth on them through through comments. Agreed. So 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 as we talk about this we're going well, here's a few principles or truths that we saw as we as we talked more about this as we saw Jesus as we looked in the scriptures and as we just kind of had personal interaction with some of these in our, in our own lives of some f- five simple principles about how to have this conversation. Principle
0: number 1.
1: I like that. That was really good.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Is to listen. What? To listen.
0: I'm not going to do it again.
1: I know. I almost (laughs) wanted you to. So just simply listening. So walk in and don't have to interrupt, share their story, like interrupt their story, but listen to completion for a period of time. Okay.
0: Sounds so easy, (laughs) but... In honesty, it's so hard because here's what happens. I guarantee this is what happens. You get in the conversation, your emotions start to get riled up, and you stop listening because you're more concerned about thinking about your next answer or your next Correct. question rather than listening to what they're actually saying. And, and and that's what we mean like listening or pretending like we're listening, like hearing them is one thing. Yeah. Listening to them is a completely different thing. You want to know the key to if you're truly listening is follow-up questions.
1: Well that's If it. you're yeah.
0: asking follow-up questions, then you're probably listening. If you're just giving rebuttals, then you're not listening. You're simply hearing. And what we're saying is the time of hearing is done. It's time to start to listen and learn how to ask follow-up questions to gain better understanding. Is that fair to say?
1: Yeah, I was trying to do that right there. So I was just trying to just listen and not try to have the next thing. Yeah. And it actually helps because you really get to hear the individual. You get to hear their story because sometimes... You, you you miss what they're really trying to say to you because you've grabbed one little part of what they've said. Right. And now you're ready to, like, crucify them for right. that little piece.
0: And let's be honest. None of us are masters of communication. Yeah. And so every one of us can, from time to time, say something incorrect. Like, we may mean to say this, but it comes out as this, and you interpret it as this, and now there's a... Com- and if we're hearing, we latch onto that and we crucify rather than listening and say, well, wait, 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 wait a second, did you really mean X, Y, and Z? Yeah. And it gives them a chance to say, no, that sounds stupid. I wouldn't mean X, Y, and Z. I would actually mean Z. And I apologize for, you know, that's actually valuing the other person yes. than trying to win and put a stake in it.
1: That's it. You know, it's, it's kind of like. That's exactly what grace looks like in human form. Because what you're doing is you're not allowing your agenda to overtake this. You're going, I'm going to, and this may be it, listening means casting grace on the other individual. Principle number two. Leave your agenda behind. Don't make it personal.
0: Okay, so unpack that just a little bit. um, Because I I feel like... um, If you leave your agenda behind, what are you going to talk about? Because there's got to be something that you're talking about which would fall into the terms of an agenda. So what are you actually saying with this principle number two?
1: Leaving your preconceived concept of who this individual is Mm. out of the story until you hear the whole story. Right. So if I was to, and I do this all the time, I pull up to, to, to a red light and I see a homeless person. There are at least a dozen stories that I could say about this person. Oh, they're they're a drug addict. There's some there's some guy who dropped out of school. They you know they watch too much YouTube. I don't know what their story is. They
0: were addicted to Fortnite at some point. Exactly.
1: Or <laughs> oh, they were just lazy. But I don't right. know the whole story of. Right how some of these people that I've met whose both parents were, were killed in a car accident when they were six and they jumped around the foster system because no one in their family wanted them. They were never a bad kid, but just the environment around them caused them to. And then they were abused when they were nine by one of their, by one of their foster parents. And by, by 11, they were on drugs and were never given a chance. And so here I am casting more less of a chance at them. Instead of just listening. So I guess what I'm saying is walking, walking in without that concept. Walking in to go, I want to just hear you because God has made you a certain way. And this is, this with is the a outcome. a certain story and Correct. you have a certain
0: past. Correct. And, and to know you means I need to be willing to listen to and understand that as much yes. as possible.
1: Yes, yes, yes. That's
0: interesting. I like that. So
1: kind of walking in with that mindset, um, which then actually jumps into number three. Principle
0: number three
1: assume the best oh,
0: that is so so hard and yet it, like we, we in fact we had this conversation today so we started school back um from christmas break all of our kids like we're staying up till 12 midnight yeah. same thing oh, redundancy you know what i'm saying and uh now they're waking up at six thirty a.m and first day everyone's okay because there's a little bit of adrenaline you know going back to school by yeah. this point Everyone is toast. Yeah, everyone hates everybody. No one has any ability. Yeah, everyone hates everyone. And so um, we, something happened this morning, and tears were being shed, and everything was going crazy. And finally, I was like, all right, guys, here's the deal. When we hear things today, we have to assume the best. Like, everyone's tired. Extra grace is needed. Yeah. So assume the best. And this is true. On Again, this goes back to we're not expert communicators. There are yeah. very few people in our culture that are. And so when someone says something, it is, if you assume the worst, you're going to come at them with pitchforks and, and torches and you're going to be like, you're the worst person ever. You're Satan yeah. or Nazi or whatever the, the, the cool language is that we just brand people with without even digging into it. Yeah. If you assume the best, that gives you at least a platform to ask questions to get a better understanding and say, oh, wait a second. You're not, you're not Hitler. Oh, you're not racist. Yeah. You just happen to have a political view that has some different nuances than what I, I, I did before. And so at any time, um, you know, uh, I, I, it's just it's one of those principles that makes a huge difference in the business world. It makes a huge difference in your personal world. And I think it makes a huge difference over the cup when you assume the best with – like assuming that they actually genuinely care about humanity and other people.
1: Well, you know, the more conversations I have with people who are of a different – Political affiliation or a different um, belief at some degree, I find that they that we have more in common than we do not in common. We both want to help people. We both right. want to see people succeed. Right. We both want to be successful in what we do, and we want we really do care about each other. If 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 my if my car breaks down, it doesn't. Uh, you know, I'm not like, you know, it doesn't matter. People are still going to come together. I guess what I'm saying is like I've seen points where people are broken. You know, are are, are like broken. But I, but I would I would say that, that that people come together at times of need, right? You know when, when when the flood happened, when when the flood happens, you find yourself you know like like for example, um, when the uh, when like the hurricanes happened in in Houston, right? Nobody went down there and knocked on the door and said, Hey, listen, are you a Democrat or Republican? Right. They just said, What do you need? Right. You know when 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 uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta was helping people. I love it. it was, there, there was never a thought of rich or poor, young or old. It was hurting. Yes. And she met the need where, where it was needed to be. When they helped people die with dignity, they didn't say, listen, if you were a, of this affiliation, we want you. They would say, rich, and, old, uh, you know, rich and, and poor, young and old, we just want you to come and know that you're loved by somebody. Right. So I believe that, that if we can help assume the best in someone, we're casting grace and we're loving them the way that Jesus would love them.
0: Love it. Love it. I think that makes a huge difference and uh, I would encourage us to do that. And it's really an act of humility. Arrogance, you go in and you're assuming a few things. One, they're not as smart as you. Yeah. And two, they're dumb for not listening to me. And three, they must be dumb. Yeah.
1: You know. And so a story, you must be an idiot. Best.
0: Yeah. Be a servant. Assume the best. You know,
1: you almost like if I, without jumping to the next one before you are beginning to Rehumanize An individual Yes They're not a They're not just a uh, A statement They're not just a belief They're a human being With flesh and bone Who has value And God sees that value And he wants you to help Drag it out of that person Correct. As his ambassador
0: Alright so moving on Principle number four
1: Can you have a cold next week too Because that sounds really cool I uh It's my Barry White voice It is
0: Hey ladies Why don't you slide over here on the couch And your wife is like Ain't
1: gonna happen I guarantee she's saying it ain't gonna happen Ain't gonna happen (laughs) Do you know much we have to do around here? (laughs) But you're still assuming the best, which (laughs) is great
0: Laundry There's dishes to be done And I'm like, hey baby if I called her baby, she'd probably punch me.
1: Are we never? <laughs> do we never not think about sex though? That's a. This isn't That's number. A, this isn't number four. Sorry, but <laughs> so, so it's a little rabbit trail.
0: No, so let's go back to principle number four.
1: There we go. End the conversation, understanding the individual, the, the individual better, or I would say, end the conversation, knowing the person better.
0: Right. And so the heart behind this one is, um, we, we. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with going into an argument or debate desiring to win that argument or debate. Yeah. But if that's your only goal, it's pretty shallow. You yeah. can do better. Yeah. Like one of the goals should actually be understanding. Now, if someone's just throwing out political platitudes and hasn't really wrestled with and thought through the process and thought through the conversation and thought through the different issues, then that's one thing. You know, And that's going to go to our warning at the end. Find a person of peace. And if they're just an ideologue – that's just coming in without even thinking about it and just screaming and yelling, walk away. Do not throw your pearls before swines. Don't engage in that conversation because it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. But if you genuinely have someone who's willing to listen, converse, and, and dialogue on this stuff, then you need to, um, like, the goal or the big win is they're a fascinating person. I may not yeah. agree with them, but I genuinely think that's a fascinating story that I have that's amazing. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, I think everyone has a story that's worth listening to. And you know, um, y- you may never g- agree with this individual, but, um, but 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 if your win, like like Travis was saying, if your win is to is to know this person better, you can then walk away, and it leads you to number five. Principle number five. Pray and ask God what He wants you to what? learn from that conversation. What? Yes. Very crazy. What? Pray and ask God to teach you something about this. Because when I walked away from my buddy, who is a BBC. Time. Time. Yes.
0: I am I'm pretty sure that Jesus at some point said, only hang out with people who you agree with, look like you, act like you, and talk like you. And uh, That then, sounds pretty honest. That then sounds build pretty... a mighty fortress and separate yourself from them and move to Utah. Isn't the, I, I'm pretty sure that's in the Bible somewhere. It's there.
1: I think it's there.
0: I think it's in the book of uh, Hekaziah. It. He- it's, he- he- he-
1: it's in Second Opinion. <laughs> second Opinions. <laughs> but I think that... Cold <laughs> medicine's kicking exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> Ask God what he wants you to learn. Because there's something... See, this is where Proverbs 27, 17 talks about iron sharpens iron. Yep. So we need to allow ourselves – that isn't just one side. We don't just walk into a discipleship relationship even and go, I'm going to teach you all my stuff. It is literally us getting sharpened as the other gets sharpened. Right. Now, if they, if they don't want to accept the sharpening, great. You can walk away and go, God, what do I need to learn about this? How can I be more patient? How can I be more loving? When I walked away from my buddy who you know, – we're from BBC, and I, I heard about nations that I've never heard of. And people groups that I've never heard of, and I went, I have a lot to learn. Right, that was valuable enough for me. And we grew, to, we're, we're growing to be be friends. This guy's an amazing guy. He has a big heart for national change, for world change Do in the name him? of Christ. Can we, you text him? We 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 Facebook because it's like different time zones, but um, he's a lot of fun. That's pretty cool. And he and he talks with the English accent, and I love it. I love it. And so, and, and again, I already was making fun of him with his English accent. It was beautiful.
0: <laughs> you're not making fun of him. You're acknowledging that was he's ang- different. And I was speaking you're his language. You are assuming the best about his language. I was assuming
1: the best. So, 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 so as, we, as we wrap this up, I guess the, the verse that comes to mind is Proverbs 15, 1, Yes. Which talks about, a soft answer turns away wrath, but harsh words stir up anger. <sighs> There's enough anger out here. And I'm not just like peace, love, and joy, but I'm like, there's so much anger in our world. Why can't we just, over a simple cup of coffee, help create change in people's lives? Cheers. And so why can't we take the time to go, you know, you're worth my $4.80 for a Starbucks, whatever, to sit down over a cup and say, hey, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, if, and let them share their heart, and then you get to share their, yours, and then you walk away and go, hey, that was nice. Let's try and do this again. Or just like Travis said, you may find someone in your warning you may want to share that, that, that may cause you to go, this is my one and only conversation with them. But there's some so, wisdom in that.
0: So Jesus, um, when he was sending out the 12 disciples two by two, you never go alone on this. You always want a, a cover man, which I think is an important principle we'll talk about next week. Yes. Um, is uh, he was sent about two-by-two, two and he, would ta- he talked about finding a ha- house or family or a town of peace. And I think that's essential for us. There are per- certain people who are open to the conversation, and we want to invest in those conversations. There are certain people who just don't, don't want—they think they want to, but at the end of the day, they're not willing to listen, and they're not a person of peace. And so those people, you simply say, love you, pray for you, and move on you got to move on. Do not invest time and energy because if they are not ready and the Spirit has not done what only the Spirit can do in their hearts to be ready for a conversation, then you have to be willing to move on and realize this is not your fight. This is not your conversation. This is not your time. And then pray for them. And that's the other thing that I would say to remind all of us. Jesus was passionate. He didn't say isolate yourself from your enemy. What did he say? Hey, go serve your enemy. Love them. Hey, love your enemy. Seek them out. And you know what? Pray for them. And, and I think that's a huge thing that we could, if there's nothing else, maybe that's step one. Start to pray for people on the other side of the political aisle. Start to pray for people on the other yeah. side of your religious aisle. Start to pray for people who you would consider an enemy and see what the spirit might do in yes. that relationship. Um, pray. Like I'm a Packer fan, so I've learned to pray for Bears fans. It's something that I've, I've, I've struggled through and I've learned how to do it. Still trying to figure out how to pray for a Minnesota fan, but it'll, get, it'll happen. It's growth. It's going to happen. It's a growth so mindset. To. It's a growth mindset. So so
1: I guess as we even think about this, you know, we, we, we think about the bigger picture. We're already thinking about maybe the coworker that you have that, that's a, that's annoyed you right. or, or or the neighbor that you've never talked to and you just start to say, I'm going to meet them outside when they take out their trash or when they get their mail.
0: Suck it up and pray for them. But it
1: also may be closer than that. It may be the 14-year-old in your back backseat whose who's headphones around, staring out the window and you're just doing life. Yeah. That may be the first one you have to try this with. Hey, let's go grab a hot chocolate or let's go grab us. A soda and Or I'm, whatever
0: I want to understand your world
1: Yeah And just listen Yeah Dad, mom Just listen Because I'm working on that too With my kids Yeah I've learned so much about Fortnite And and uh, the fact that musically Is no longer musically It's TikTok And people are like Bill you're so old Because that happened like Six months ago Or whatever it was And I'm like I'm hearing these stories And invading my kids' lives By just listening Yeah so, so this is already helping me and my family. Awesome. I know it's going to help yours. I know it's going to help your world.
0: So Over the Cup is uh, the theme, and uh, we will be back next time. God bless you guys, and we'll talk to you later. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Buy Dads, For Dads on the Known Legacy podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info
1: at